Hello, we're continuing our series called Dwell, proclaiming that God dwells in place with people and that God dwells with us in this place, the International District. And this month we've been looking at power and the dynamics of power in our lives in our neighborhood, and this week we've been looking at a kingdom perspective on power, and we've used and have looked at the book of Esther. And Esther is a really interesting book in the Bible. It's the only book in the Bible that never mentions God. Did you notice that? It reminds me of Samuel Beckett's play, Waiting for Godot. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but this play, Waiting for Godot, is famous for the non-appearance of the play's main character, that is, Godot. The play unfolds as two friends wait and pass the time and have conversation while waiting for the appearance of this elusive character, Godot. And Godot is the central character in the play, And his anticipated introduction, his arrival into the action, drives the unfolding plot of the play. Godot actually never appears on stage. And so in the biblical story, the book of Esther speaks of God's people in exile, and it speaks of the dramatic events that threaten their very existence. They're going to be wiped away, extinguished. And it talks about, uh, it sets up their deliverance from exile and from Persia. All of this, yet God is never mentioned. And yet God is the central character of the book, and he is the driving force behind the unfolding plot. And just like Godot in Beckett's play, he never makes an appearance in the story. And I'm going to argue that There's some other characters that never make an appearance in the story of Esther. And these are the systems and the power structures that are in place, that have historically been in place, and that are presently in place that impact the lives of these characters. We have King Xerxes. We have Haman, the evil uh, Canaanite. We have Mordecai, and we have Esther. And each of them are informed by these characters, these systems of power. We have the empire of Babylon and their history of conquest and overtaking the nation of Israel. We have Israel's story and their story as the Uh, chosen people of God who have the promises of God and try to live in light of the promises and the commandments of God's favor on them. And yet they are trying to grapple with what does it look like to be a people in exile, oppressed. The Israelites in this story are an ethnic minority, oppressed and discriminated against. They are hated. As we can see, Haman easily is able to convince the king to just get them all wiped out. Just pick a random day, roll the dice, and this is the day that we're just going to have a slaughter fest and kill all the Jews. 
And so there are systems of power at play, power dynamics at play. And each of the characters is presented with a question. What will you do with the power that has been entrusted to you? How will you use and leverage the power entrusted to you within the larger power dynamics that are crashing in on you or are at play, right? And so Haman makes certain decisions. He is manipulating the king and trying to, um, you know, win favor and ascend the ladder of influence and success and power. He And uh, the King Xerxes, right, is using his power and choosing to use his position and power and authority in certain ways that are just ridiculous. And Vashti, Queen Vashti, is uh, using the little power she has to respond to the paternalistic, patriarchal ridiculousness of the king, and she suffers the consequences for it, and so do all the women in the kingdom. And Esther and Mordecai are having to make decisions in light of their identity as the people of God and uh, as people within an oppressed minority. How are they going to use the power that has been entrusted to them in these dynamics of power? I want to argue that Oh, we are in a similar situation that we are people with an identity, right? As the people of God, citizens of the kingdom of God who serve King Jesus and are living life according to his way, the Jesus way. But we also find ourselves in the midst of systems and histories of power and power dynamics. And we are being invited by Jesus to be informed by the story of Jesus as to how we will live and how we will use and leverage the power, whatever it is, entrusted to us in our interactions with the power dynamics. We've learned of the power that we have been entrusted with, of what we have and how we have interacted with power personally. Last week, we looked at the power dynamics within the neighborhood and how this neighborhood exists because of a history of power. Uh, Land covenants, only certain people of certain races were allowed to purchase homes and all that, that extended throughout different points of history all the way up to central and Pennsylvania where people of color were only allowed to buy homes east of Pennsylvania. Um, and then it grew, it began to expand. And so we see that we are the international district because of systems of power at play, even wars, Vietnam, and the Vietnamese refugees that first settled here. And they settled here because the base, Kirkland Air Force Base, built a bunch of housing here. And that's why you have so much apartments. But then when they built housing on base, all of the military personnel moved on base, creating tremendous vacancy. So who are we going, where, how are we going to fill all these apartments? Well, with refugees and immigrants. And this is the story of our neighborhood, systems of power, histories of power. And here we are invited and to live in light of God and the story of God that he is writing. We are to live within these power dynamics according to the way of Jesus. And the question is, how will we respond? How will we live? Will we be 
recruited into the world's way of power, into the ways of Haman, and even into the ways of violence and vengeance, using our power to seek revenge. Uh, Esther and Mordecai fall into this trap as well. But they also, um, at great risk to themselves, use what little power they have to protect their people and use it uh, selflessly. And so there's a tension here. There's no real true, fully noble character. So how will we live in light of the story that God is writing? How will we leverage our power within the systems of power at play in the International District? We'll start moving towards that next week in our All Churches Gathering. But as we do trust that God is dwelling in this place with us, His people, uh, there is an invitation here to live within these power dynamics in ways where we can use the power entrusted to us to empower others. So let's begin to pray and notice the opportunity and the story that we live under, the story of King Jesus. Love you, church, and looking forward to figuring all of this out with you and the Holy Spirit. Amen.